This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Fortress Megan. Megan's secluded hideaway with baby Archie. This may be the perfect place for Harry and Megan. Then, Melania's shiny coat mystery. Is it blue or is it black? why this moment with actor Vince Vaughn is causing an uproar. Plus, the passenger and the creepy text she got at the airport. I was completely frightened. He got her number off her luggage tag. Wait till you see who sent it. And the barefoot homeowner in her PJs chasing down a porch pirate. Plus, after Nick Walenda's Times Square triumph, his most dangerous stunt yet. Well, I'm walking over an active volcano. That sounds crazy. It is crazy. And identical twins. One was burned in a house fire. The other made it out okay. We remember the harsh words, the constant stares. How it changed their lives forever. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It's the fortress-like property where Meghan Markle hunkered down while Prince Harry had that summit showdown with the Queen and the other royals. But what is it like on the Canadian island where Meghan and Harry have both sought refuge? We traveled there to find out. It's Fortress Meghan, the $13 million hideaway on a secluded Canadian island where she and Harry plotted their shocking exit from the royal family. It's where Meghan waited for news from the crisis summit that ended with the Queen agreeing to let them go their own way. You could see the black Labrador that Meghan brought with her from London. Here's Jim Murray. The mansion is in a gated community of millionaires' homes on Vancouver Island. We're making the trip, as most people do, by ferry. It takes about an hour and a half to get from the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, to the island. It's only about five degrees Fahrenheit right now, not including wind chill. But when you look at this picturesque beauty, you can understand why this may be the perfect place for Harry and Meghan to get away from it all. He and Meghan are known to enjoy the rustic nature trails. Harry and Meghan traveled nearly 5,000 miles to be here over the holidays, but they did not remain holed up in their mansion. They were spotted here at Horth Hill Park, about a mile from where they're staying, and they actually helped a young couple take a selfie while on a hike. And we're learning more about what happened in that 90-minute showdown outside London. Royal expert Victoria Arbiter. There was a lot of talk that Meghan was going to be dialing in. We found out today from palace sources that Meghan, in fact, didn't dial in. She and Harry decided that it wasn't necessary for her to be included. And I think that's a really good indicator that she and Harry were very clear on exactly what it is they wanted to achieve. The Queen's very personal statement following the meeting used Harry and Meghan's first names. The informality has prompted speculation that she may strip the Duke and Duchess of Sussex 
basics of their royal titles. It was more addressing the couple in a very personal fashion, reiterating to the British public that it's her family members at the center of this crisis, and it was less about whether or not they're going to keep their titles. Today, the British press continued their relentless attack on Meghan and Harry. Go your own way. Go if you must. Off you go. The royal crisis is grist to the mill to the late night comics. Like many millennials who move out, they will stay on the Queen's Verizon family plan. The royal family's upset that Harry and Meghan want to move out and become financially independent. Isn't that every parent's dream? <laughs> A number of British papers are reporting that Harry will be rejoining Meghan in Canada later this month. LSU is now the number one college football team in America, beating Clemson University last night 42-25. to But headlines were being made even before the first play of the game when the president and first lady stepped onto the field. And it had something to do with Mrs. Trump's shiny coat. Is it black or is it blue? That's the debate stirring on social media today over the First Lady's shiny leather trench coat. Some say it looked black as she walked across the White House lawn on her way to the college football championship game. But under the bright lights of the New Orleans Superdome, others claim it looked dark blue. So which is it? Well, according to the designer, Scanlon Theodore, the $2,000 coat is black. The President of the United States and the First Lady. The Superdome erupted in cheers and chants of USA as Trump and Melania walked in. Trump grinned and acknowledged the friendly crowd. And this video is sparking intense reaction today. That's actor Vince Vaughn chatting with Trump and Melania in their private box. He departs with a warm handshake. There's outrage now because they were seen together. I'm not angry about Vince Vaughn, just profoundly disappointed. Went one tweet, critical of the tete-a-tete. I want nothing more to do with him. But others say, chill out. I'm sorry, but if Vince Vaughn shaking Trump's hand makes you lose your mind, you've got some issues. It's reminding many of the backlash Ellen received when she was seen enjoying a football game with President George W. Bush. I'm friends with George Bush. In fact, I'm friends with a lot of people who don't share the same beliefs that I have. We're all different, and I think that we've forgotten that that's okay that we're all different. LSU sits on the throne of college football. LSU Tigers beat Clemson 42-25 for the national title. The victory was bittersweet for the loved ones of sports reporter Carly McCord, who lost her life in a plane crash on her way to cover an LSU game just two weeks ago. Carly was honored with a moving gesture of respect from her colleagues, a seat reserved for her in the press box. Her husband, the son of LSU's offensive coordinator, shared an emotional hug with his dad after the game. For him, the victory was the ultimate tribute to Carly. There really are no words. It's everything. Tomorrow will be an important day for President Trump. The House is scheduled to vote to send its articles of impeachment over to the Senate. It's estimated that more than one in three Americans have been victimized by porch pirates. But when this lady saw someone snatching a package from her front porch, she wasn't about to let her get away with it. Even though she was barefoot and in her pajamas, she chased her down. Porch pirates beware. Grab a package from this front door and there's a good chance the homeowner will be on your tail. 
even if she's in her pajamas. The crazy showdown starts when a Jeep pulls up to a house in Oklahoma City. The woman who gets out looks like she's making a delivery. But as she walks up to the front door, she drops off a bag and helps herself to an Amazon package delivered a few minutes before. She's not expecting what happens next. The homeowner chases her down. Check it out. She's holding up her pajama pants and she's in her bare feet. The no-nonsense mom runs across her snow-covered lawn and confronts the woman before her accomplice can drive off. She grabs her package and gives the car a whack for good measure as she walks away. It was the coldest day of the year. School counselor Carla Ford says the bag the woman left behind contained a half-eaten burger. The Amazon package she took had an iPad case and camera equipment worth about $40. The porch pirate has allegedly done this before. She looks like this woman who also climbed out of a Jeep and is believed to have taken a family's Christmas lights a month previously. Carla says she had a good laugh at her barefoot pajama sprint when she turned her surveillance video over to cops. I told the police officer, I said, feel free to laugh, it's funny. <laughs> so far, no arrests, but cops do have pretty good footage of both the thief and the getaway car. Coyotes have become a problem in many parts of the country, but maybe if there were more cats like Mighty Max, those coyotes wouldn't be a problem. A hungry pack of coyotes surrounds a little house cat. Typically, this would mean his nine lives are up. But not for this mighty cat. Turns out Max is no scaredy cat. The feline lunges and two of the predators retreat. He takes on the other beast and sends him up a wall. The coyotes come back, but mighty Max stands his ground. Max was about here. And then there was one coyote, two coyote, three coyotes. Max's owners, Elliot and Maya Gurren, were shocked to see their beloved pet surrounded outside their Los Angeles home. I was shaking. I, it really is my nightmare in, in front of me. I walked right through that door and I just screamed coyote. The coyotes fled thanks to one cool cat. And daredevil Nick Fuenda is at it again. He has just announced his latest death-defying trick. He'll be walking the wire over an active volcano. He spoke about it with our Les Trent. Brace yourself for Nick Walenda's next and maybe scariest adventure. This is what he'll be crossing on a high wire, an active volcano. This one sounds especially dangerous. Tell me what the challenges are. It is. So I'm walking over an active volcano. So I'll be dealing with heavy gases that not only are impossible to breathe, impossible to see through as well. So I have to wear a gas mask, goggles, and be prepared for all of those. Walenda will walk over the lake of lava at the Messiah Volcano in Nicaragua. He'll be fried to a crisp if he falls in. That sounds crazy. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it is crazy. But again, when I do this stuff, it's about continuing to push myself to be better. And it's not just Walenda risking it all. Even for the riggers that are rigging it, this is dangerous. Remember, they have to rig this thing over that volcano. We've seen Walenda conquer Niagara Falls, the Grand Canyon, downtown Chicago, and most recently, Times Square, but never a volcano. In recent months, planet Earth has experienced terrifying volcanic activity. In New Zealand, 18 tourists were killed. Another volcano erupted in the Philippines just yesterday, complete with Whoa. lightning. Well, we like you, Nick, and I just hope you don't become an offering to the volcano well, gods. <laughs> so does my family, and so do I, to be honest. So I appreciate that.
Poland is scheduled to cross that volcano on March the 4th. Talk about kissing cousins. They are husband and wife who are also first cousins, and they're about to have a baby. Stephen Fabian reports that has raised all kinds of concerns. They're first cousins who are, hold your breath, husband and wife. Her dad and my mom are brother and sister. If that's not shocking enough, they are expecting their first child in May. What are some of the things that people have said to you guys? Oh, it's gross, it's nasty, you're going to burn in hell. Michael Lee and Angie Pang, both 38, are featured in the WE TV series Extreme Love. Marrying your first cousin is illegal in 24 states, including Utah, where they live. So they tied the knot in Colorado. How do your parents feel about all of this? My dad was alarmed and a little bit concerned, and it took him a while to get used to the idea of us being together. The two cousins have known each other since childhood. Michael and I got along right away. Like, we were like kindred spirits, just uh, playing, loved each other's company. The couple underwent genetic testing to make sure their child would not be at risk for birth defects. We just had our 20-week ultrasound, and the anatomy scan shows the development is perfectly, like, on track. So many people will see your story and go, no, this is gross. It's not for me. I can't believe they're doing this. They're first cousins. This shouldn't be allowed. The more people are exposed to it, the more they're going to go, okay, and get used to it and realize we're not that strange. It's just that we're cousins. <laughs> it's okay. We'll be back with more right after this. Next, identical twins. One was burned in a house fire. The other made it out okay. We remember the harsh words, the constant stares. How it changed their lives forever. Plus, the passenger and the creepy text she got at the airport. I was completely frightened. He got her number off her luggage tag. Wait till you see who sent it. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Imagine boarding a flight and being bombarded with creepy text messages from someone you don't know who is watching you on that flight. It happened to this woman who says she was freaked out. I started to get really uncomfortable. This airline passenger was waiting to board a flight when she received a strange text on her cell phone. Hey, Ashley, how are you? Ashley Barno didn't recognize the phone number. Moments later came this. You are looking very gorgeous in that gray top today. She was obviously somewhere in my vicinity. Ashley says her anxiety grew when the man texting her claimed to work for American Airlines. He said his name was Ahmad. It was about to get even creepier after Ashley Ashley boarded her flight from San Diego to Chicago. I am on board now. Are you going to Chicago too? Ahmad asked. Yep, he was on board the same plane, and he was watching her as she filed past him on her way to her seat. I was already scared prior, but that made it even worse because we're going to be together on an enclosed plane for four hours. You want to sit next to me? Ahmad asked. What's your seat number? Ashley says she had enough. She texted back, not okay, not cool. Okay, it's up to you, but friendship with me will be very beneficial for you. I can always give you good seats, access to the lounges, and free flights too. In total, Ashley says she received, get this, 100 texts from him during the four-hour flight, including sexually suggestive images. One text came with this bitmoji as an apology for his persistence. 
Here's Megan Alexander. Ashley Barno says she showed the text messages to a flight attendant who recognized the American Airlines employee and told Ashley this wasn't the first time he'd done this. When the plane landed in Chicago, he was escorted off. But how had he gotten the passenger's name and cell phone number in the first place? Ahmad admitted that he'd spotted her information on her luggage tag. It's always a good idea to have a bag tag that has a cover on it. That way you can put your personal information inside, but it's protected so not everybody can take a look at it. Good advice. Ashley is suing American Airlines for negligent hiring and suing the man for sexual harassment. The airline says they take the privacy and safety of their customers seriously, adding the employee no longer works for them. When we come back, the identical twins who've had to rebuild their lives after a devastating fire. They're identical twins who survived a horrific fire when they were toddlers. One was horrifically burned. The other was spared. We've teamed up with People Magazine to bring you their story. These identical twins were only two years old when a fire broke out in their bedroom. Michelle and Katherine Anderson were surrounded by flames at their father's home. Katherine made it out okay, but Michelle suffered second and third degree burns over 90% of her body. Funds started to help pay bills for badly burned Fridley Girl, went this 1996 headline from the local Minnesota newspaper. The doctors were not hopeful, says their mom, Linda. They had told us that it was grim and that, um, she might not live. But Michelle survived. She had to learn how to walk and talk again. And here she is today. What was life like for you guys growing up? I think life for the most part, we, we did our best to make it as normal as possible. Michelle says she has been bullied for how she looks her entire life. The biggest thing though that I remember is the exclusion and the constant questions. Like people would bully and be mean and I just didn't understand like why, why are they being nice one second and then going around and calling me monster and alien. Catherine was always by her side, defending her twin, celebrating life's milestones. Michelle has undergone 80 surgeries and still has pain and extreme sensitivity in her hands and feet. Pain, Catherine says, at times she can feel too, the way only a twin can. I was at my grandparents' house and uh, my grandma found me over the bathroom sink screaming in excruciating pain, hammer, hammer, make it stop. Um, when Michelle happened to be in surgery. As an identical twin, Michelle knows how life would have been if it weren't for that terrible fire. Looking at her, that's what I would have looked like. That's what my life would have been like. You can read more about the twins in the new People magazine. It comes out on Friday. And when we come back, a different kind of in-flight entertainment. Finally today, look who's got the mic. President Trump, awesome, is that really you? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, it is so great to be on Southwest Airlines. Passengers on this Southwest Airlines flight got a real surprise when this comic took over the intercom. Would I be flying coach if I was Donald Trump? Of course not. I'd be on my own plane. Before you know it, voila, he's former President George W. Bush. It's me! <laughs> That is the best trick ever, and that is Inside Edition. We'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. 
John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.